Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Welcome to the Medex Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. And I'm still Corey. He said that disappointingly this week. I know. <laughs> it's like, you know, we gotta wave the magic wand and change him into something else. But he does have a puppy on need, his lap. Yeah. I need to come up with a new welcoming. Well, you know, I had been Maybe thinking of sign off. I had been thinking about that. Not necessarily your greeting but you know mm-hmm. we need to attract a hip younger crowd you know we should start calling this the hex <laughs> yeah uh, not, not to do with wandavision but you know it's you know, welcome to the hex you know yeah. it's, it's cool it's hip it's a you know eight dollars starbucks coffee you know that sort of thing it's cool it's hip it's in your face it's the new nickelodeon there you go i think that was the uh, the pitch for the new daily bugle Really? Yeah. Or no, it's new, it's hip, it's wow. Well, I think we should start the introduction again, but use the hex this time, you know? Kind of like when Radio Shack dropped the radio. Yeah, welcome to the shack. The shack. Yo, welcome to the hex, it's your boy Peter! I'm Frank, dudes! <laughs> uh, I need an air No, mark. homies, <laughs> not not dudes, homies, I guess would be yeah. right. ba 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 and I'm still Corey, my dude. <laughs> uh, so into the news. What do you, the faithful listener, think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the big news is Christopher Lloyd is joining the Mandalorian. He is going to be the man hyphen DeLorean. Ah, you said that earlier, but it went right over my head. I was just thinking when you said hyphen, I was thinking spider hyphen man. Nope. He is going to be... <laughs> Man hyphen DeLorean. He'll be like, Jin, Jin, we've got to go to the future. <laughs> and if you're excited enough about him, he will be at Steel City Comic Con in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But you will not be able to get a pop figure of him in Mandalorian signed yet. No. Doc Brown figures abound. <clears throat> yes, the original Doc Brown figure is currently in stock at Funko.com. Use the promo code Humedahex to save absolutely nothing. <laughs> your, your screen will say, what the hell are you doing? Use the promo code Humedahex to receive an error message. <laughs> your very own error message. Wow. Um, nope, our, our code will give you free shipping on orders over $50. As are all their orders. Oh, okay. As are all their All right, orders. I was going to say, it's not coming out of my pocket. <laughs> Uh, you two have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Vintage 96 launching at Walmart Collector Con. So just so you know, 1996 is now vintage. Um, a Stormtrooper R2-D2 Bespin Security Guard. Another Bespin Security Guard. Imperial Gunner. 13th Battal- Battalion Trooper. And RC-1140. You know, the thing is, I probably have those in my garage from 1996. <laughs> I was 10 when 1996 these... was the first time I ever looked up how much 
my original Star Wars toys were worth. Hmm. And I, I died a little bit that day. Oh? Yeah, I would have never had to go to school or have a job. <laughs> I'd have been filthy rich. Now, if I'm being honest, this is the one that I would get. This was the clone trooper from uh, Rogue Squadron, I believe it was. Not in 96. The the video game. Oh, oh okay. <clears throat> that looks like a mighty Morphin Stormtrooper. It does. Like Commander Cody is what it looks like. Uh, not the arrow on the jaw. Cody is more of an orange than a yellow. Oh. And he was a 13th Battalion Trooper from something. I'm guessing probably the first Battlefront, maybe. I'm not no, familiar with the Battlefront, did, they were all just... Plain Jane. Yeah, that's true. So what was the 13th Battalion? I don't think Battlefront existed in 96. No, it came out in 99. The Iron Battalion. Uh, Jedi Commander Cal Kestis. So these two are not from 96. Because this one is from... Cal Kestis is the guy from... The Xbox One game that came out a couple weeks ago or mm. a couple months ago, and this guy is definitely from Rogue Squadron, the Xbox game. He's got a first gen clone. Yeah, the, these are Black Series. <clears throat> yeah, he. Uh, the game is available for digital download on Nintendo Switch now. Came out in two thousand one, I believe, and it was originally paired with Tetris for the Xbox, and I think you had it for the PS two. But I could be wrong. Basically, it was like a SOCOM verse, SOCOM play gameplay for a Star Wars title, huh. where you would command your troops to tell them where to go and stuff. And tell them where to go. As Black Manta in the Star Wars universe, right there. Yeah. He's looking for Aquaman, <clears throat> who's probably from same planet Mong Calamari. He's a gunner. Is. You can tell by the gun in his hand. Ah. Uh, so, Star Wars Comics is setting up whether Chewbacca is stronger than Black Chrysanthemum or not. They are going to be fighting in the comics. Uh, Black Chrysanthemum is currently fighting Han Solo, who was broken out of Carbonite probably a year ago in the comics at this point now. Uh, so they're basically getting ready to wrap up and get into Episode 6. So, hmm. we're going to find out. It's going to be Black Chrysanthemum versus Chewie. Since uh, since Han ends up in Carbonite and on the wall. Yeah, we're guessing who's going to win this one. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Chewbacca, the guy who was you know, <laughs> captured by uh, Imperials and put in a mud cell. Or Black Chrysanthemum, who was a gladiator. Mm. And I mean... This whole Han being not in Garbonite right now has been really stirring the pot. So, I mean, he basically... He caused the events of the Bounty Hunter War. So, hmm. we'll see. Well, it's funny because, you know, they had to do the same thing back when they originally published the Star Wars comics. You know, if they... You know, Marvel adapted the first movie. Still had the rights... But I had no idea what was going to happen in the second one. So, you know, they had to just kind of do everything in their power to either make sure nothing significant happened, or when they found out, 
try to get everything to line back up again. Mm-hmm. They probably could have written the entire comic series without Han Solo, but it would have taken some flavor out of it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, in Funko news, they announced a bunch of new pops. Or, well, not pops. Sodas. I apologize. We're getting Wave 2 of Star Wars, which is Stormtrooper and Vader. Oh, do they call them soda pops in certain areas of the country? No, they're pop sodas. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're Mountain Dews. <laughs> uh, what Stor- flavor of Coke would you like? You got cherry or vanilla? No, we got Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> that Sprite's not a flavor of Coke. <laughs> uh, Sierra Mist. Pepsi. Um, Stormtrooper, 15,000. Uh, that is a metallic chase. Darth Vader, 20,000. Red lightsaber glows in the dark. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 10,000 units. Chase Blacklight. Uh, Paul Frank Monkey, or Sock Monkey, 8,500. That is a color variant. Samurai Jack Ashi. 1250 or 12500 that is a different mold she's in her battle attire George Jetson 10000 units wearing a space helmet mm-hmm. uh, for the chase and cowboy bebop Faye valentine 12000 units box lunch exclusive as of the time of this recording it is still not available um but i do not remember so 12,000 units, only 2,000 six-packs. So uh, there's only 2,000 chases of it in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't think her chase was anything special. I think the outfit was a little different. And that was it? Yeah, I don't remember. Hmm. Ed. Well, his chase has Ayn, right? His chase has Ayn. Her. Hmm? Ed's a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. You're right. Does Ed identify... As a girl? Yeah. At least she does in the anime. She said it as a girl. Yeah, and at the very end of the introduction episode, Faye goes, You're a girl! Yeah. In the... Uh, Regular is wearing sunglasses. Chase is not wearing sunglasses. Okay, I thought there was a little outfit tweak, but I guess not. Nope, just the head mold is different. Honestly, the sunglasses could probably be the chase and because that without sunglasses is a better mold hmm. that's what I'm probably not going to get that just doesn't doesn't do anything for I me I ordered new sodas this week did you? I did uh, both Jay and Silent Bob and the uh, Japanese TV series Spider-Man is now cool. a soda as well so I'm going to go from Funko News to our Galaxy News. Star Trek. Um, this was posted on our Discord. But Paul Wesley is going to be young James T. Kirk for Season 2 of Strange New Worlds. Where do we know Paul <coughs> Wesley from? Uh, Vampire Diaries. Um, you're going to have to go deeper than that. That's I'm, about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's oh. literally all his credits. You know, I'm... I'm almost disappointed by this news because I hope they're not going to make him captain of the Enterprise all of a sudden. Well, it's saying it's a 30-something, ver- thirty basically 30-year-old version of the legendary Starfleet captain played by Shatner. 
but it is not saying that he is a captain in this. I mean, because I want to see more Pike's Enterprise. You know, if, if they bring another captain in, I want to see Captain April, who had the Enterprise before Pike. I would love to see that. Because <clears throat> if I recall, I'm assuming it's still canon, but April was the captain and April's wife was the chief medical officer, which would be kind of cool to see. Uh, they were actually only in one episode of Star Trek, and that was an animated episode. And I believe they finally did make the animated series canon. It says here that um, Ethan Peck, Aniston Mount, and Rebecca Ramajan will be back for season two. Yeah. I just don't want to see them getting rid of Pike so fast. Or Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. I, I really liked him in Discovery. Sans the Stamos. Well, I don't think she's gone, and there any of them are going anywhere anytime soon, mm -hmm. because of they're already signed for the second season. Yeah, uh, it'll probably be Kirk. Because I even looked that up, though the two ships that he was mentioned that he served on before Enterprise. One was I think Farragut, and I don't recall the other one offhand, but. <clears throat> and so. this is kind of a spoiler, but bum, bum, bum. I, I haven't seen it yet. Um, <clears throat> Apparently, the new episode of Picard that came out this week, uh, titled Assimilation, shows an honest-to-God teleporter mishap. <clears throat> um, obviously, this is something that's gone on before. It's a common theme in Star Trek. If we don't have anything else, let's make something go wrong with the transporters. But by the end of the episode, everything's better. Well, hmm. this time, everything is not better. Hmm. So... Uh, beamed near the roof of a building instead of arriving safely as Seven and Rafi did. Chris immediately succumbed to gravity, wasn't able to grab onto the nearby fire escape to break his fall, and he hit the concrete hard with a sickening thud bleeding out onto the sidewalk as he lost consciousness. Mm. Well, see, they did that in Abrams's first Star Trek movie when Vulcan's being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Spock's mom doesn't get caught in the transporter beam. She sort of does, but she doesn't, and she just plummets to her death. You don't see it, but... Yeah, so that's a little bit darker of a turn, hmm. but what are you going to do? I still haven't watched that yet, the first season of it. Um, and then going on to Dark Dark. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got some Disney Plus news. <laughs> First off, turn off your internet because Disney is screening the first four. That's half the entire series of Moon Knight to the press. There must be some sort of colossal <laughs> twist because they did the same thing with WandaVision. They gave you the three episodes, but at the end of the third episode, you realize there's something going on in the hex. You realize that Right. It's a world they're trapped in. It's in something. It took me as opposed five to, minutes to realize Wanda was the villain the whole time. As opposed to, <laughs> you know, just doing, oh, we're doing this sitcom this week, this, this week, this week, this week. At the end of the third episode, you've got the reason why something is going on. Right. Which, I think if they just would have screened the first episodes, critics would have been, yeah, it's a fun little romp, that's it. <clears throat> I think what's going to happen with this one 
is, first off, Moon Knight, let's face it, he's kind of like a C-roll in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Okay, so, and they've taken other C-rolls. Guardians of the Galaxy were a C-roll mm. at best. But they're taking a C-roll and they're putting in the limelight. And they're not, this isn't an established Moon Knight. This is, we have, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know how to control my powers version of Moon Knight. Right, and weren't they saying something about multiple personality (laughs) disorder too? Yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, he's had different, I want to say, alter egos, disguises, uh, Mark Spector, and there's one or two other ones. Right. Right. So. And this one, he's primarily not Mark Spector. No. So, you know, who knows what Khonshu's going to do to him at this point when he's taken over. But I think, too, they want to make sure that they're not going to hear, oh, this is just Marvel's version of Batman, because that's kind of what Moon Knight was. Right. You know, people had that perception. And, I mean, they're going to have to grab you on the first episode, and I think there's going to be a lot of, this just looks like it could be Batman. Especially since Batman just came out. I think this is going to be a very slow ramp up show. I think that's what they're worried about. But because of that, we're going to get slaughtered with spoilers on the internet. Mm-hmm. Especially right. if CBR is going. Which I think they said they are going. <clears throat> which is awful. Yeah. yeah. I think Marvel should have a little caveat that if you spoil this... You're not getting anything from us, previews of anything else. Yeah, they should have a non-disclosure agreement. Mm-hmm. But Comic CBR is constantly spoiling stuff. Uh, so that's one piece of news <clears throat> on MCU, but we've got a couple other pieces. MCU has a mystery space show now. We don't know too many details of it, but it's in the Phase 4 project. And it's basically just going to take place in space. That's all we know. So people are theorizing who could be in it, who could not be in it. Venom, Space Knight. I think they'll establish him in a movie before they throw <laughs> him into a TV show. I think we're going to be looking at most likely B characters from Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor universe. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they could take something random. They could decide that they're going to do an entire show about um, the Star Wars. The Trolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Troll. Not good. Nova Corps. <clears throat> yeah, Nova has always been rumored that yeah. it could be entirely possible. And they're already established. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third thing, the article didn't load correctly, but Disney has placed the Netflix shows on their service now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they are now no longer known as the Netflix shows. They are known as the Defender Saga. Uh, they do not have direct placement in the standard and like the way the website, the streaming service works, they break everything up by phases. So like if you go to phase one, it shows you what movies were in there. Right. Uh, the Defender Saga is its own phase because it's spread across the first three phases. And I assume <clears throat> if you, any of you have gotten onto Disney in the past couple of days, you had to change your... Uh, settings. Yes, you had I to re- I had to sign in with my password to it allow for it to allow me uh, eighteen and over. Yeah. Shoot, I don't know my password. It's been so long since I've had to enter the password. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a few guesses, I guess. 
then click recovery. Um, <coughs> we know officially Daredevil's coming back. Yes. Daredevil's getting a fourth season now. Um, it's being quote-unquote rebooted, but it is using the same actors. Uh, so hopefully it's going to be a little bit more appropriate version of Daredevil. I don't know. I kind of like skulls being crushed in car doors. <laughs> and especially if you see the appropriate version of a fourth season, you go back, I'd like to see the other seasons. Oh my god! <laughs> this is one of those reoccurring themes in this show, but I've had to take a break from Daredevil because of how violent that th second season was. The third season wasn't anywhere near as bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was arguably better. But I haven't watched Punisher, and I've heard Punisher is punishing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, um, Car door it's scenes just, happen yeah, well, every episode. Yeah, yeah. There's just people in the street slamming people's heads in car doors just as they're walking by. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking... no, it is a very much... Uh, Punisher. Hmm. So, breaking news: as of eight minutes ago, Maury Povich announces retirement, and the show's been canceled. I, I had read something about the show canceled after thirty years, but I didn't know it was because he was retiring. Yeah, I don't really, you know, get into Maury Povich enough to actually was interested to look. It's because Maury, you were not Maury. the father. That's right. I was not the father. Um, speaking of not the father, not that that had anything to do with it, but. There's rumors that they are making a third Amazing Spider-Man. Is that the one Andrew Garfield only had two shows, two movies? Right. Rumors are that there's going to be a third one and Marvel's going to make it, but and he's the, denying also everything, of course. the rumor is that that is where the little piece of the Venom symbiote is. Hmm. We could have Andrew Garfield symbiote Spider-Man. I, I think the whole Spider-Verse side of the MCU is about to get really fucked. Well, we have Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 coming out right. here soon. That's not tied in yet, though. Right. To the MCU. Yet. Right. Um, <clears throat> Although it is. Because the first Spider-Man, oh, he yeah. is a direct sequel of uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Tobey Maguire is confirmed Doctor Strange 2, according to IMDb. Confirmed. Yeah, interesting. Will he be Peter Parker? And it's a Sam Raimi movie. Ooh. So uh, Bruce Campbell is definitely in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam Raimi is doing... We, we've we known this for months now, that Sam Raimi is doing uh, Doctor Strange 2. Oh yeah, when the first director bowed out of it. Yeah. So, that's when, when Sam Raimi took over the reins, and they then revisited it, and they did all those additional shots and everything else. That's when all these rumors of all these guests started arriving. And the rumors even now, they're still doing reshoots. Yeah. And the movie's like, two months away yeah so they're really trying to either tighten this up or just make it insane i'm going with insane because i'm hearing that it's going to be close to a three-hour runtime and, and it is the multiverse of madness 
Patrick Stewart is more or less confirmed. He's on the movie poster. Yeah. That's a pretty good confirmation. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did they say? Something that... <sighs> the list of names that we've seen uh -huh. that are going to be having a role in this movie. Robert Downey uh -huh. Jr. has been said to be seen in it. Uh -huh. I just really hope that since they've had rumors of Chris Evans and Jessica Alba that they fantastic had that first four. Fantastic Four in there. Because I think the theater would explode with Chris Evans flaming on again as the torch. Yeah. You know, or the torch flying in frame and then landing and turning it to Chris Evans. I think the theater's going to go nuts even more than they did when uh, he did the Avengers Assemble in the, in Endgame. I don't, the theater went kind of crazy when Tobey Maguire showed up in yeah. Spider-Man 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a moment I don't think I'll ever forget. Like, mm -hmm. a, a room full of people. Like, we went to that movie. There were people sitting on the ground in the aisles. Right. And everybody exploded. Because they bought tickets for Clifford. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, I think it's there's going to be a lot of screaming moments in this in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. We're going to have to see that one. Like the day before the day. it opens, we'll go back in time yeah. to go ahead to go back and actually, what you need to do is go look at what's happening in state college because they usually start the movies a day or two ahead of time. Right. I uh... <laughs> well, can do Friday of, night. A day or two ahead of time, I'm going to be working. You yeah. need to I'll put in for that Friday off. <laughs> I'll be at work. It's a strange day. I'm calling off sick. <laughs> Like, I know you don't like taking, using PTO or anything, but I think this would be might the, warrant yeah. it. Yeah. It's not... Heck, they got one starting a little <laughs> after midnight in State College. I don't have to call off work. I just have to leave work. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have vacation time at that point yet or not. I'll have to look into it. Because there's no way I could do a midnight showing and then go to work the next morning. I'll probably be good to go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, we're excited for Doctor Strange because I think we've talked about it every other week at this point. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And, you know, the nice thing is there really aren't any more spoiler rumors because I think they've pretty much picked everyone in the Marvel Universe to be in that movie at this point in, in rumors. So I have not heard Hulk. Well, um, Ruffalo Hulk. No. Yeah. I've heard Banna Hulk. <laughs> um, Halle Berry's haircut at the this, latest awards show is very storm reminiscent. Yeah. So they're Mohawk. Well no, 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 no. X-Men oh. X-Men movie Storm as opposed to Storm Mohawk. She wasn't a terrible storm. That, of all her Marvel roles, so. that was probably her best role. Of all of her movie comic book movie roles. You don't think Catwoman. I Well, that wasn't a Marvel role. Of any comic movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, of any know. comic movie. Okay. She didn't yeah. do bad as Aurora. I think they cast the X-Men movies pretty well. Yes. You know, and it's just a matter of as the time went by and they can do better special effects, you know, because people were whining that, you know, none of them are flying in the first X-Men movie. Rogue should fly. Storm should fly. Was Rogue in the first one? Yeah, she yeah. was the, she turned into Rogue. She okay. had the powers, but then... Uh, Magneto trapped her in the Statue of Liberty and blah blah blah. Okay. But I mean, as as the effects got better, yeah, Storm was flying. 
You know, I, I think she kind of flown a little bit in there yeah. in the one scene, but it wasn't like, you know, flying through the air. It was just kind of like, I'm being raised on the ropes to the window, you know, that sort of thing. <clears throat> Did you see... I, I, we're getting off on a tangent here, as we are good at well, doing. I mean, though, at, at that point, Rogue couldn't fly anyhow, no. because she would have to steal powers Marvel. from Captain yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Brian Reynolds that's part of a crossover. said that it was great working with... Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch mm. during our recent magazine interview. Yeah. And they're like, uh, when did you work with Benedict Cumberbatch? He's like, I wasn't supposed to talk about that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I mean, you got to hand it to them. It's so easy to slip yeah. and say mm -hmm. something. You know, and the ones who can keep a secret, that's great. But, you know, you're... You're casual. You're talking about something you're enjoying, and you know it says, "Oh, this was a great experience working with so and so." And it's like, "Oops." The rumor I've been hearing about, and this is a straight rumor. There's no proof of this at He's all. He's going to be Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's going to be Deadpool Wolverine thing mm. because Ryan Reynolds and and you, Jack, yeah, yeah. have that tiff. But there is one other rumor that I've been hearing lately. Apparently the DVD release of Spider-Man is edited from the theatrical version. and has an Easter egg saying basically the way that he signs, they say, that they're leaving is, we'll see you again soon. But in the movies they said, you know where we'll, where we'll be if you need us again. Mm-hmm. So... Apparently, they just worded it a little bit different. I don't remember if it was an international release thing or not. I, I briefly skimmed the article. But basically, it was just this giant Easter egg that says that they're leaving the door open for more Spider-Man crossovers. Mm -hmm. like Right. And if they do, there's also a thing that apparently they want to redo the ending of the Garfield one. What's-his-name saves... Gwen Stacy hmm. instead of letting her die. Well. Because the entire reason Gwen Stacy died was because of Electro, I guess. No. No. Gwen Stacy died because of uh, the Goblin. In the Andrew Garfield one, it's okay. Harry. Okay. Well, it was something about Electro catching her or something. Like, somebody coming by, somebody that he saved in No Way Home saves Gwen Stacy. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's all rumors and hearsay. But well, well, in the uh, comic book world, uh, the Gwenverse has started. Yeah. And it's all the iterations of Gwen Stacy, mm. except for the dead one. <laughs> oh, they can do that, too. <laughs> have someone raise her from the dead. Um. Well, Another thing about Multiverse of Madness, too, there's a picture that people are thinking it's Wanda Zombie from What If. I saw that. That's yeah. kind of like, oh, my God. Because she was, she was never killed off. Uh -uh. No, she was not. Uh, Paul Dano, who was the Riddler in The Batman, is penning the... Riddler Year One, which is a crossover with the Batman. Mm. Comic We're pretty series. sure he's not in Multiverse mm. of Madness. Not yet. No. 
Wouldn't that be weird if they had a Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman flash up on the screen cameo? <laughs> well, I mean, they've been rumoring that Marvel's going to be buying DC mm. this summer, so. <laughs> well, there were all kinds of rumors as to There's what always was been flashed. rumors, yeah. yeah. Well, there, it started with a Fleetwood Mac album. Before that, there wasn't rumors. Oh, yes. <laughs> I really should start listening to what he's saying as yeah. opposed to just not paying attention. Uh. But uh, what, one of the uh, things that are rumored in the, the characters that were flashed in the ripping of time at the end of Spider-Man was the six-armed Spider-Man. Hmm. Bet you can't wait for that DVD to just go frame by frame mm-hmm. or Blu-ray. Well, <laughs> and it's available on uh, digital streaming right now you Mm -hmm. can buy or rent it on amazon prime and knowing that i'm going to buy the blu-ray i'm still tempted (laughs) (laughs) i was like ah come on four bucks just watch it oh but 18 dollars you can watch it again anytime Hmm. so dc released their covers for june which is very gay pride centric. Uh, it features a kiss between Ivy and Harley Quinn on one of the covers. Which is kind of where the animated series is going, also, because Poison Ivy, I think, was going to marry Kite Man. Okay. At, I, I didn't see the second season, I've only watched the first. Um,. And calls it off at the altar and runs away with Harley. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Seems <clears throat> legit. <clears throat> and there's also a uh, Robin gay pride cover featuring rainbows and what have you. Uh, there's your obligatory Wonder Woman gay pride cover. You know, um, DC did something similar last year. It is what it is. They can enjoy themselves. Some little rainbow flowers. Poison Ivy number one. There it is. DC Pride is going to be an actual cover. Uh, Superboy, who went gay, what, last fall? Robin, who was the first one to come out, was early last summer. I love the 50s glasses on that Green Lantern. (laughs) I don't recognize that Green Lantern. I'm assuming that's one of the two new ones that were in Justice League a couple of years ago that have kind of been in and out of the title because they had two Green Lanterns at the same time and they were both newbies. One of them was Maya? Alan Scott's. Or Scott Allen. Alan Scott? Alan Scott. Alan Scott's daughter. Jade? Nah. There was she was a... always in a relation with Brainwave Jr., there was a Mexican Green Lantern, Mexican girl. I'll look it up here in a minute. Yeah. But we've now got Sun, I believe, Obsidian. They made gay, hmm. or always was, but never really pushed it. And apparently, there's some uh, Flash offspring. Yeah, Kid Flash, the current Kid Flash, Jessica Cruz. Hair's all different. Yeah. Not to say she couldn't have got a different hairdo, yeah, but... Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. Sojourner? Mulan? Okay, she must be another new, new one. 
New new. As opposed to dark dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, protagonist of a 12-issue series. First black woman to real wield the lantern. Mm, looks like it started in March of 2020. Uh, doesn't look like she made very many positive waves. You mean she wasn't forced down our throat? She wasn't by Brian Michael Bendis? <clears throat> Come on, Naomi. You're the Mary Sue of the Justice League now. <laughs> uh, but that's all I have in Bad the news. Me. Um, Amazon's acquisition of MGM is complete. That is correct. So look for Amazon Prime is going to be home of James Bond, probably Stargate. Wizard of Oz. And many others. Wait, no, um, doesn't Sony own James Bond or did they buy? No, I'm pretty sure MGM was always Bond. Adam's Family, G.I. Joe... Bill and Ted, Sherlock Gnomes, hmm. Ben Hur, The Magnificent Seven, and the uh, pronoun appropriate Ben Them, <laughs> uh, Poltergeist, Hot Tub Time Machine, Sweet, Robocop, Hercules, Carrie, 21 Jump Street, Fanboys, that was a good movie. I got, uh, Sam Huntington to... No, yeah, Huntington, not Worthington. Here are some of the biggest TV and film franchises acquired from MGM by Amazon. James Bond, The Handmaiden's Tale, Fargo, Stargate, Rocky, Legally Blonde, Vikings, The Pink Panther. Uh, I got Sam Huntington's autograph on a <clears throat> DVD copy of Fanboys. Handmaiden's Tale. Isn't that a Hulu show? I thought it was HBO Max. No. No, it's Hulu, but it's probably MGM, kind of like a Sony and Hulu thing. But I wonder how that's going to go. Silence of the Lambs, Robocop, and that's all the ones that I picked up real quick here. But yeah, I didn't even think about Pink Panther. Definitely worth a Prime subscription at this point. <laughs> yeah. If you're into MGM. Or they can even just... You know, they've got the platform, they can just uh, splinter it off and make you buy a separate subscription for that. Damn, I'm giving them ideas. Yeah, don't Probably that none that they loud. already haven't had. It's weird. Um, the upcoming Viking show spinoff Valhalla is also being done by MGM TV, but that's being paid for by Netflix. Just like Handmaiden's Tale is being paid for by Hulu. Well, I'm so, going to say there's probably going to have to be different deals made at this point. Um, I wonder if they'll have to, <clears throat> just like with Netflix and the Marvel stuff, if they'll have to honor existing contracts mm. or if they'll just cancel the shows. I don't know. We'll see. Fun, fun, fun. Seems like I need to binge watch The Handmaid's Tale before it goes away, though. Not something I ever got around to watching. But anyway, Corey, looks like you got something. What do I got? What's in the box? Uh, what is in the box? These are Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Ring Brick Breakers. I almost watched it the other day, but I figured I'm not going to be able to just sit still for this whole thing. These are uh, 
what, three, six, nine, twelve different minifigures that can be found in a brick. Oh. So. Maybe more. Includes five figures in each brick. You have to get into the box. Yeah, they shrink wrap these really well. They did. It's taped on all four sides. It is. <laughs> so you have to get into the box. Which Top is a and bottom. Feet in itself. And then once you get into the box... You have to break a brick. There is a brick inside... Test your might. ...that you have to split open. We need sharp objects. We, I, yeah. I keep remember. I keep trying to remember to bring a pair of scissors, and I never think about it. <laughs> oh no! You have a pocket knife down here. Oh. Knives would be good around me. <laughs> I've got one side of tape done. You don't. Yeah. Once you've got one side, you can just tear the box because. This little thing inside is I'm about to chew through it anyhow. It's me versus the box, <laughs> and I want to win. That's a cool little styrofoam Michelin like yeah. box. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I do it, but you're box. not filming. <laughs> you want content. Okay, well, we're going to film this, and this will go up on our YouTube. Uh, give me one second here. So, we're literally going to be recording something while we're recording. Ooh, it's like uh, <laughs> Inception. That movie. Yeah, <laughs> that movie. Okay, Frank, you ready? Yep. Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Block. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Shang Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Brick Breaker. Oh wait, okay. cue me. Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, Brick Breaker. We're going to break the brick. Ready? One, two, mother! <laughs> mother! Oh, you didn't get the goat scream. Aww. Uh, you thought I was going to say it, didn't you? No. <laughs> <clears throat> It even says right there on the side of the box, how to open. hi ya <laughs> Corey's still trying to get into yours. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say hi ya No. It's implied by the uh -oh. yes. behind the hand. So don't forget to check us out on YouTube where you can see Frank attempt to open a box. <laughs> With his hand. <laughs> you actually have to. These don't... Uh, yeah, it's so like egg carton material. If you press on both sides, oh uh, yeah, it goes on that seam. Oh no, you're supposed to hold, hold it with it. Yeah, two then, hands, and then use your third arm to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so <laughs> let's try this again. Ready, Frank? You hold it for Corey. <laughs> Ready? Tell me when. Welcome to the Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings Brick Breaker. Corey's going to open up his brick. Take uh, two. <laughs> <clears throat> Using the correct hi-ya. <laughs> and hi -yad. I wasn't ready, though. I thought you were going to give me another countdown. Hey, look at that. 
I know kung fu. <laughs> and there's these little red guys that I don't believe. Oh, they must have came from it. Yeah. But what's the special one I get? Shang-Chi doing a kick. Okay, I stopped it. <laughs> I wasn't ready for you to do it again. I thought you were going to do the whole announcement. You fucking just tanked it. Well, yeah, because I didn't have a grip on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I found four of my figures. Is my wound showing? <laughs> Corey's missing one of his guys. There he is. <laughs> Do you have your green one, Corey? Or yep. your yellow one? I got a blue one, a pink one, a red one, this guy, and full color shanky. Oh, now you're supposed to do it, and then we're going to high eye it again. You could high eye it. I got a dragon. Did they all? They all come with a Morris, yeah. With no head. No, you have to watch the movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I will. I just, I was ready to turn it on. I thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. Could have watched it the other night when your power was out. <laughs> I got a little archer. His sister? Uh, Katie. Katie. Believe Your it or not, friend. I was going to start watching something on the phone. Then I realized, okay, the phone's down to about 40%. My charger is down to about 30 the one I thought had a full charge had none. I got the guy with the Dremel for a hand. Oh, uh, what was he called? Sword hand. Dremel hand. That's pretty cool. Tammy doesn't want her Morrises. <laughs> You're going to like that movie. You need to get around with I know. One of these days. That was incredibly entertaining. Huh, listeners at home? <laughs> what can we do to top that? Now they're going to have to watch our YouTube channel just to see my karate. Yeah. I wish I would have been prepared, though. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to let us do the whole intro again, and he just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't stop recording. <laughs> I keep forgetting we can do more than 10 seconds now, right? Yeah. Uh, so do you guys have anything to share as far as Pop Goes the Paycheck? Uh, I did get my 10-inch Spider-Man from No Way Home. <coughs> the uh, integrated suit, 10-inch. Mm -hmm. Had the black and gold suit, which we found out was just his normal suit turned inside out <laughs> because he didn't do laundry. <laughs> and now got the uh, integrated suit, so I've now got both 10-inch <coughs> from... No way home. It's the second time Corey got 10 inches. Yeah. <laughs> Third I, time I got 10 inches from No Way Home. <laughs> I got a couple of things. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I finished off, finally, the Bounty Hunter series. Yeah. Uh, might do a YouTube video on that. An unboxing video. Ooh. We'll see. I stood in line this morning for Squishmallows. You did. And got eight of them. Well, five. <clears throat> but when we get back, we are going to remind you that live from New York, it's Saturday night. Yes. Okay. It's not copywritten. 
And uh, we're going to break into some of the snacks that Frank brought back Ooh. when we return. <laughs> Welcome to the Hex! <laughs> Live from our basement, it's Sunday night! Woo! Now the air horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our version of the air horn. I am so glad I got that. So this week, uh, well, I guess we're going to be eating jelly babies, which are uh, a British snack. When you take an yeah, infant, less. put it in a blender, and then add jello. Yes. yes. <clears throat> the, the favorite snack of fourth doctors everywhere. Infant jelly beans are jelly babies. And also, uh, we're talking about the variety show. Uh, Mad TV, Saturday Night Live, insert other shows that I have Space no idea. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the show that is skit-based and uh, you laugh or you don't laugh, but their goal is... I, I, do they make any that are not comedy? I don't know. That'd the format lends concept. itself. It lends itself to comedy or music, basically. <clears throat> Unless you have, in your variety show, a drama skit... I'd like to see a horror variety show. Just, like, people getting killed in different ways. Would would these <laughs> shows, like, you know, NYPD Blue, St. Elsewhere, um, those type of shows, when they've got, like, you know, L.A. Law, when they've got, you know, 20 cast members, <clears throat> and they focus on individual ones, you know, for a couple of weeks and cycle in and out of the characters, that could kind of be considered a variety show, too, in a way, because... It's not like a situation comedy like All in the Family where there's, you know, four main cast members. And racism. <laughs> and you go from there. You know, it's it's kind of variety show formatted in a way, but not not what we're really talking about, though. Right. Um, I think variety shows had their debut, of course, in the golden age of television, black and white TV. Mm -hmm. Ed Sullivan. Right. You know, those shows like that... <clears throat> Didn't Sonny and Cher have a... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, very successful one. Before mm -hmm. the Tree? Yeah, Before the Tree. Yeah. Uh, the Smothers uh, Brothers. Yeah, Laughing. <laughs> yeah, Martin show. and Rowan, yeah. Yeah, la the, yeah. Bleh, English. Food cupboard. Um, variety shows were the staple of television, basically. And speaking of English, Benny Hill. Yeah. Muppet <laughs> Show. You know, the Muppet a Show is a good show. variety show, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a great example of it. Um, All its iterations, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the classic one right now that has endured is, as you said, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, um, they're in season 48 right now. Wow. And, you know, two years from now, we'll be celebrating their 50th. Well, no, next fall. Yeah. We'll that, be celebrating their 50th. That would be very interesting <laughs> to see what they do. Well, there is talk on the Reddit that they want to bring every living cast member in for and the season. A uh, Saturday night alum will be at Steel City. We, we could meet Chevy Chase. Yeah. He's not welcome. <laughs> Seriously. He's yeah, not welcome don't. to go back to Saturday Night Live. Oh. <clears throat> How he about was banned when, he, when he hosted, he was banned. Oh. Did some... Uh, inappropriate things i don't showed up i think was probably the inappropriateness <laughs> well if but, they invite you to host you're supposed to show you know up. that would be kind of cool you know each week 
a different iteration of the cast, you know, but that'd be more than, you know, 48 casts, but I mean, granted some of them overlapped, but you know, yeah. 1997, his, his behavior caused him to be the 12th person banned from the show. <clears throat> so just behavior. <laughs> Doesn't say what, but I know that he has a tendency of leaning towards sexuality. Yeah. With females. So it was probably that. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, SNL is really, well, mad TV. I was mm -hmm. also alive. Look what I can do! Well, Stewie. Stewart. Yeah. Stewart. <clears throat> and Spy versus Spy. Yeah. Cartoon. But, you know, variety shows were the staple of television for the longest time. Yeah. And variety. Prime time, I should say. Variety Prime show time. with cartoons. Uh, the Tracy Ullman show. Mm -hmm. We Deep. saw the birth of The Simpsons. Yep. <clears throat> but you know your your show would pretty much be you know the Saturday night life night live format basically you know mm -hmm. you're you'd either have an opening with a little skit or your hosts right. would come out and do their monologue really big shoe yep. speaking of which the tonight show and late night mm -hmm. shows like that um then you know they would do you know one or two skits or something then their musical guests would come out you know the same type format and yeah, Johnny Carson always had kind of like his opening monologue. They had a skit. Uh, they had a musical guest. They had an interview. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> usually two or three people on the couch. Right. Minus the skits. That's kind of how late night, late shows are still to this day. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Stephen Colbert. Uh, you know, in, instead of a clip yeah. or instead of a skit, they would have a clip or something from the person's movie or something. Right. You know yeah. that they come out, they do their monologue. Um, you know, Carson would have his uh, Karnak and his yeah. car salesman and yeah. all those other things. His character skits. Stephen Colbert does this. Uh, what is it? Meanwhile, which is just like he pulls these small goofy news articles. And it's kind of like a second monologue. Mm. But I don't watch any other late night hosts. God, I don't even know who the other two are. Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Fallon yeah. <clears throat> and Craig Ferguson. I thought he was done. Oh, is he? Yeah. Wow. I think Seth My like Seth Late Night with Seth Myers isn't the late late show, it's the pre late show. Hmm. Wow, I don't even know. And then there's the one that comes on after Colbert. I don't remember his name. He's some British dude. It's the Farm Report, isn't it, at that time of night? <laughs> <laughs> Test uh, pattern James, Indian. James, uh... Yes, James Corbin. Corbin. Most known to Americans by an episode of Doctor Who. But, I mean, the the ones that I can remember... Speaking of Doctor Who. Yes, Jelly, Jelly Babies. Babies. Uh, the variety shows I can remember when I was younger... Hee-haw. Well, I didn't think about that one, but yeah, Hee-haw, Muppets, Sonny and Cher, and Laughing, I think, mm -hmm. were the big ones that I can still remember. They're like weird circus peanuts, basically. Yeah, I had... Not the uh, variety shows, but the Jelly yeah. Babies. Peter's making a face. They might, uh, of course, SNL was still in swing, but we also got... Um, Kids in the Hall, um, oh, yeah. Strangers with Candy, Strangers <laughs> with Candy, In Living Color, where we saw the 
introduction of Jim Carrey. The token white person, to be put it bluntly. Yeah. These are almost gritty. Like, you can mm -hmm. feel the sugar. They are sweet. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying them. But the fourth doctor mm -hmm. would always have jelly babies and offer jelly babies to people. Not terrible. Not what I was expecting, but not terrible. I don't think that first one tasted like its color. This one's sour apple. Pink was good. Yellow was fine. <clears throat> so, purple does taste grape-ish. <clears throat> okay. Was Howdy Doody a variety show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe so. Yep. Um, back when I was a kid, you had uh, Roundhouse. And good. All that. All that, yeah. And then uh, Hey Now Cartoons, which mm -hmm. was where we saw the very first... You can't do that on television. Yeah. Hey Now Cartoons is where you saw the very first Adventure Time. Hmm. <clears throat> Before, uh, when Pendleton Ward was still pushing it. But something that came out of that was uh, The Fairly Odd Parents, which went on to do years of episodes. Mm -hmm. And there's a remake of that coming out now, too. Isn't it the live-action? <laughs> it's going to be like a Roger Rabbit type thing? Yep. Live-action with cartoon. <clears throat> I believe that's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. But that's where, you know, these stars, you know, the, the primetime variety shows where these stars got their exposure and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it was the thing to be a guest star on Laughing. <clears throat> right. You know, if you're a popular variety show, they you know you wanted to be on that. Right. Same as the puppets. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. How many kids were listening to John Denver? Mm -hmm. But he was a guest star on the Muppets, so I mean, it's definitely geared towards adults. You know, when this little movie called Star Wars came out. Yeah. You know, they had Mark Hamill. Was Chewbacca in that episode? I know three PO and R two were in it. I'm thinking Chewbacca was in it too. Yes, Luke, Chewbacca, and the droids. Yep. Han yeah, and Leia was, were. It was the hip thing. Missing, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they were the hip thing. Yeah. Doing doing the hip thing. Yeah. But bouncing uh, hips off hips. <clears throat> Even though she was underage at the time. You know, we still have this napkin drawing of Kirby hair here. <laughs> I think it looks like Linda Belcher. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> It's part of our art gallery. And, uh, Robin, Keep it for our art Chautauqua. Robin Williams got his start in variety shows. Mm -hmm. um, there were movies done in the 70s. Um, Can I Do It Till I Need Glasses and the Kentucky Fried movie, which are both skit shows. It's not just the variety <clears throat> movie that happened. I mean, coming out of the variety shows, you've got Night at the Roxbury. Right. That came straight off of a SNL skit. Well, Wayne's oh, yeah. World won yeah. in, too. Lots of movies <laughs> came out of these movies. skits when someone decided, mm. hell, you know, when they're making movies out of rides at Disney World, you know, that's kind of the same type thing. All these, you know, hey, it worked well for a 10-minute skit over the course of three seasons on television. Let's, you know, see if we can stretch it out to two hours. <laughs> a and lot then, of movies owe their start to that. I think the variety show evolved. Coneheads was another one. 
Mm -hmm. That was a skit that became a movie. <clears throat> I think the variety show evolved. Like, when you were dealing with all that Kablam and the Amanda show back in the 90s when I was a kid. That was before she went nuts. Yeah, Amanda Bynes. <laughs> that was basically just a child's version of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But it evolved into Chappelle's show and yeah. Key and Peele which turned into these I don't know how you would like a boutique of their comedy stylings. Right. Like Chappelle's skit, Hey Man, You Got Crack. I mean, may not be appropriate, but I know that I was in high school when that skit happened, everybody was walking around the store saying, Hey man or school saying, Hey man, you got some crack <laughs> Like it was a thing. Like he that skit is the one skit he'll never get away from. The crackhead. But it was his stylings. And Rick James. I'm Rick James, bitch! <laughs> 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 but I mean, I never sat down and watched an entire season or episode of The Chappelle Show, and I know these skits. Right. Because they were a cultural phenomenon at the time. Just like... More Cowbell was a cultural phenomenon coming out of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, Pearl Bailey's Howdy from Hee Haw was... Pearl Bailey? Pearl. Mini Pearl. Mini Pearl. <laughs> Pearl Bailey as an entire another person. <laughs> but yeah, if that would have been, you know... Within the time frame of today, we probably had the Pearl Bailey movie. Or yeah, now you got me doing it. <laughs> Mini Pearl movie, you know. Well, I mean, it's not something I ever watched, Pearl but Bailey. Carol Burnett isn't that one of the oh, ways yeah. that um, Millie Pearl, Harvey Corman, Tim Conway, um, yeah, Betty White. Didn't she get one of her starts on there? She. Who was, was the other the... one? Carol Burnett and who was the other female? Uh, I can't think of her name now, but the four regulars. Yeah. But uh, Betty White was a lot of, like, a Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah. Um, she did a lot of game shows because her husband hosted Alan, Alan uh, Password. Yeah, Alan Ludding hosted Password. So all of the uh, Mark Goodson... Goodman, Bill Todman productions... Yeah. So she was on a lot of those uh, match game, and they were on Tattletales together. <laughs> but I mean, SNL launched careers too, right? Like Eddie Murphy, mm -hmm. uh, Dan Aykroyd, Dana Carvey. Yep. Uh, Will Ferrell. Yep. Uh, as much as you don't like him, Pete Davidson. You know, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to a lesser extent, Gilda Radner, Jane Curtin. Mm-hmm. I mean, who had good careers, but nothing like, you know, hate to say it, but the male counterparts. <clears throat> well, no, Tina Fey. I mean, Tina Fey mm -hmm. got her start on Saturday Night Live, and now she's a... Mm. She's a big fucking deal now. Yeah. Uh, Seth Meyers. 
launched his entire show off Weekend Update. Yeah. Well, so did Chevy Chase. That's all he did. He was only the Weekend Update person. I didn't know that. If I recall. Because usually they had one person who did Weekend Update and rarely did some of the other skits, but occasionally did other skits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he was like that. He was occasionally in other skits. But their their prime emphasis was the Weekend Update, since that was a big focal point of the show. Yeah. Jane, you ignorant Ign- slut. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> uh, Gilda, Mer- Gilda Radner was also... She was in The Princess Bride. Yeah, uh, Jimmy name. Fallon, he was also Saturday Night Live alum. Mm-hmm. Man, I... I um, Chris, uh... Farley. Chris Farley, right. Um, I mean, yeah, you can go through the list, you know, because I think, I think there were rarely... Very few people who didn't get a big start. Because <laughs> weren't the Wayans brothers on Saturday Night Live, too, before they went on to their own shows? Well, they were on in Living Color. Right, but didn't they... Wasn't one or two of them on Saturday Night Live before that? I don't... Jim recall. Belushi... John Belushi. Yeah. Um, A.D. Bryant, who's still active. She's launched her career off there. Uh, who's the one who does uh, the supermarket suite right now? She launched off... She launched off of Dana Carvey, Chevy Chase. <coughs> Leslie. M- Leslie Jones. Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. Jane Curtin, John Cusack, Pete Davidson. He is no longer going to space, by the way. Yes, I heard that. Robert Downey Jr. Did uh, Kanye have a surface-to-air missile that he was going to fire at the ship or something? We should send Kanye up. He got uh, suspended suspended from the Oscars or something? No, no, he was going to perform. He was going to perform at one of the ceremonies, and they said, nope. Because of your inappropriate social media behavior. Jimmy Fallon, Chris <clears throat> Farley, Will Ferrell, Tina Fey. Chris Elliott. Will Fort, Forte. Al, Al Franken. Franken. He was a senator. Forgot about him. Yeah. For a, a minute. Bill Hader. Yeah, until he got kicked out for touching girls inappropriately. Michael Anthony Hall. Phil Hartman. Oh, and uh, another one we'd seen. At a Comic-Con. Colin Jost, who's married to Scarlett Johansson. Hmm. Kate McKinnon, that's the one. She's... John Lovitz. Yeah, John Lovitz. Kate McKinnon is enormous now in the comedy world. And she's hilarious on SNL. Tracy Morgan. Right. There's a big name. Eddie Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Bill Murray. Mike Myers. Uh, Wasn't Austin Powers originally an SNL skit? They blew out uh, of a maybe something was. similar, yeah. And I think too now, while we're going over these listings, Chris Parnell, you know, Saturday Night Live is basically a show with a cast that does most of the heavy lifting with a guest star and a musical guest. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of these other variety shows were just, you know, the person who's the show was named after <clears throat> bringing on guests to do all the heavy lifting. Right. You know, because Saturday Night Live has their one host and the musical guest. Other shows, like 
like we were saying, like Sonny and Cher mm. would bring in a number of guests. Right. You know. But then you get shows like uh, Laugh-In or mm-hmm. Kids in the Hall where it is just the cast. Yeah. There's... Laugh-in, Matt TV was the same one. Laugh-In would occasionally have someone yeah, on. Yeah, they would... But, I mean, they didn't do, like, a musical number or anything right. like that. They just had their their skits, you know. Um, boy, I'm thinking of names now. Ruth Buzzy, uh, Lily Tomlin. Right. Those two just stand out at me for for there. There was the, the guy who Ruth Buzzy did on the bench all the time. Oh. The two of them yeah. sitting on the bench, and she'd hit him with a purse. I actually met Ruth Buzzy. Oh, nice. Yeah convention she was one of the guests at a pharmacy convention of all things hmm. and we're uh, we're missing the biggest geek variety show that's ever been Monty Python mm. mm-hmm. well is that more of a variety show or a skit show well I mean some of them that's because you know I, I'm thinking now you know variety show would be multiple different acts of different people but a skit show is a variety show with, like we were saying, with the same cast. You know, I guess I guess we're just getting subdivisions now of them. Yeah, semantics, really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, even uh, like Kids in the Hall, that would just be... The five of them, usually. Yeah. and it's just a, they're doing... Crushing your yeah. head. Crushing, crushing your head. <clears throat> I got some more interesting names here from SNL alums. To fill in some more time here, uh, <laughs> Amy Poehler, Randy Quaid, yep. Yep. Colin Quinn, Chris Rock, Chris Red, yep, Chris Rock, Chris Red is still active. Chris Parnell, he was a uh, uh, Figus on Archer. Ah, uh, Maya Rudolph, who's enormous actress now. Andy Samberg, who's on top of being Lonely Island. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, and that's just before yeah. the Waterboy came out. And Rob Schneider is a carrot. Yeah. Martin Short, Sarah Silverman, David Spade, Ben Stiller, Harry Shearer, a name you might recognize from The Simpsons. Hmm. Uh, Keenan Thompson's. I mean, you can't say that launched his career because he actually was in Roundhouse. And yeah, that all was, that. That was after his career. Yeah. Well, after he made it, he... Yeah. I mean, out of all of that, we got Good Burger. Yeah. Uh, he's... Kristen Wiig. He... But, I mean, Keenan Thompson. The cheetah? Huh? Kristen Wiig? Wasn't yeah. she the cheetah? Yeah. Okay. And Room in 84. Uh, Tammy's favorite current member is Bowen Yang. I'm willing to bet he's going to do some pretty amazing things. It was funny the week Shang-Chi was on... Because you couldn't tell the difference between... They did the first Asian thing. The the skit, the first Asian to do this, the first Asian to do that. You don't remember that one? Yeah. So, yeah. Just just to interrupt real quick, is that like a cast overlap, Griff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's uh, So, the dark colors are them as cast members, and the pastel colors is them as writers. Yeah. Because it, it's funny how the first seasons, you know, it looks like... Oh, all our contracts are up. They're not rehiring us. Let's get a whole new cast. You know, because I'm, I'm assuming at that point, they probably, you know, when they first signed up, they probably signed up for either five or seven seasons. That's kind of the the norm for contracts. And then it looks like there was a second group. 
it's almost broken down into groups at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's more overlaps in the in the later years, but yeah, flip back up a little more. More. Yeah, but there's like there's gap ridge where there's no mm -hmm. active cast members. Yeah. There's another gap right there. Almost like the show was canceled or something. Uh could have been a writer strike or yeah. producer strike or something. Could have been. But yeah, it seems like the first couple of groups of actors, it's like they all pretty much left at the same time. You know, they there wasn't much overlap between between things. Interesting. Well it was what? Was it Dan Aykroyd that took over a weekend update from Chevy Chase then? Because Dan Aykroyd was the first... I think he was the first weekend update that I knew of. Because wasn't yeah. he the one who said, Jane, you ignorant yeah. slut? Yeah, because mm -hmm. um, yeah, Chevy Chase was only one year. Wasn't he on the show for just one year? Yeah. And then they, then he left. Um, bigger and better things, I guess. Well, and he... Then, National Lampoon, which I believe was born out of an SNL skit. Hmm. And then turned into its own thing. Well, National Lampoon was a thing. It was a okay, magazine, yeah, magazine for yeah. okay. years and years. But he launched that mm -hmm. to wild success. Mm -hmm. And Beverly D'Angelo. To wild success. Mm -hmm. And uh, Christy Brinkley. Down this is boy. crazy, this is crazy, this is crazy. <laughs> it's some of this, looking at these actors and how long they were with it, like... It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. I think the the biggest group that I remember, that I can remember watching it, would have been coming in with uh, Dana Carvey. and. Uh, that would have probably been like the third group, I think. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first Adam group. Adam Sandler. Um, you know, I was around for that. The second group I remember more for the fact that it was like, oh my God, they've all left. Who's coming in? You know, but then you got the Billy Crystal, that group. Um, that was the second group with mm -hmm. him and that bunch. Gilbert Gottfried. I don't remember him very long. He was on three episodes. He was a cast member, but he was kicked out. I couldn't stand to hear him. <laughs> Probably. Although to me, I mean, I like him. Just Even just the way he talks. So, or should I say, Aladdin? <laughs> no, you shouldn't, Iago, because nobody else in that room knows who Aladdin is. <laughs> Never met the guy. So, I mean, we, we've talked. I, yes, my side of it was dominated by SNL because I'm an SNL fanboy at this point. Well, I think, too... Like any other type of show, the variety show phases in and out. And in the past couple of years, granted I haven't watched a lot of network stuff, but I think the variety show has kind of been relegated to late night and mm -hmm. stuff like that. SNL, we don't talk politics very much, but SNL really turned a corner during the Trump thing. They had Alex Baldwin on there, who was an alum, portraying Donald Trump to humorous effect. And they, they're not one-sided, because they've made plenty of fun of uh, Biden. Well, whoever's in office is the one that, you know, if, right. the target. if you got a cast member or bring someone in who Dana Carvey can do an imitation. Big on uh, Bush. Yeah. Yeah. You know, H.W. 
that's always been something, but yeah. And Will Ferrell was Bush Jr. Yeah. Who was... Uh, I don't remember. Huh, I'm going to have to look that up. Well, yeah, they always had their political satire. <clears throat> and like you said, they weren't don't show favorites in that respect. Some of them lend themselves to being more skewered than others, but... I liked... Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer. <laughs> that was the best. And then there was her farewell skit when she was on that podium that traveled around. Yeah. Daryl Hammond was Bill Clinton for SNL. Good to know. Oh, I did not have sex with that woman. <coughs> Sorry, pup. That was an SNL skit. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. She did things to me, <laughs> and I didn't stop her. Have you met Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> well, that one didn't age well, did it? <laughs> All those cankles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yes, uh, you guys know a lot more variety shows than I do because, you know, you know a lot more TV than I do, honestly. Well, again, I think in our time... It was more popular right because you had you know three networks couple of networks for syndication one or two uhf stations you might be able to get right and that was it that was the only outlet for seeing these people so you know now you've got you know hundreds hundreds of places that these people can show up so a variety show was necessary to you know, like if CBS had a variety show, you wanted to make sure you had your CBS guest stars on there from their primetime shows, you know, as additional advertising. But if there's any actors that we missed or a show that we missed, join Discord, check out the, yeah. the television channel, drop anything on there. Uh, check out our YouTube, because... Because <laughs> we got karate! Yeah. <laughs> And uh, find us on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. You'll find links to all of our podcasts, our YouTube channel, and uh, our anything uh, rear you want to talk about. Oh, wow! What's a rear differential? It has links. Just understand oh, that it oh, has links. Okay. <laughs> because you have to remember, out of the three of us and our well, three studio audience members, two of them are dogs, so they really don't care. <laughs> um, three of you are car people and one of me is not so when you make car jokes like that um, I really it goes over my head are you done looking that up Peter because I can't really say too much more and just ramble oh okay so we're going to have a show next time so join us for that <laughs> we're going to have our March 31st show is what we're yeah. going to have next week <laughs> There's nothing significant about the day. Not at all. <laughs> Till next week, have a great weekend. Or not. It's your choice. Bye. And I still don't have a sign off. <coughs> Goat does. <laughs> <laughs>